0: And boom goes the dynamite.
1: And boom goes
0: a dynamite. Play, 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 play. And boom play, goes a dynamite. Play, play,
1: play, play. Good evening, and welcome to episode 38 of Boom Goes a Dynamite. The AEW Dynamite Review Show here on the Perisent Only Podcast Network. I'm Jeffrey. With me tonight is Lawrence. Lawrence, it's been another week in in the world of professional wrestling, hasn't it?
0: Oh, fucking kill me, Jeff.
1: Yeah, it is it, not. It is it, not good. It is not good. <sighs>
0: uh, it's it's just more more of the bullshit, man. That's you know, it's just just more of this the same garbage that we've come to just expect at this point it's it's awful that it, we have it's almost normalized at this point
1: yeah i i think what's sho- I, I think what's shocking about all the allegations and and, and the stories that are being told and the, and the, and you know people revealing you know the the abuses that they have suffered um i think in, in this round of it it's just the sheer scale of what's being told.
0: Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You ain't kidding.
1: I mean, at, at, at this point, it seems like all of British wrestling, you know, it, 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 in it, it, in a shocking parallel to to something else in in Britain, Operation, which is called Operation U Tree, in which basically it turned out that everybody in in enter, nearly everybody in entertainment in 1970s Britain were pedophiles. Ah. <sighs> You know, including people Man. who, including people who had been knighted and and given OBEs and and and, and things like that, and in and this was kind of what started the deluge was, um, you know, Brit- British wrestling, you know, a lot of people in British wrestling getting outed as being you know sex creeps and 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 and, and abusers and molesters and pedophiles and the like, uh. You know, one of the biggest ones, of course, wasn't actually British. It was, you know, an American wrestler who was, you know, making quite a name for himself in England now, in David Starr, has been uh, well and thoroughly outed. Oh, uh, man. But, I mean, it's to the point now where, where, where progress is is on hold now. You know,
0: Chikara. Uh, Chikara. Well, got- yeah,
1: yeah, today, Chikara is now gone. It, 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 they are the Chikara is a non-entity now because of yeah. the allegations against Mike Quackenbush um, you know uh Dave Christ and Joey Ryan have been fired from impact and Michael Elgin has been suspended from impact pending investigation hey uh impact guys trust me you're gonna see what Michael Elgin's all about if you dig deep enough because uh. we, because we beat that drum for two years on Strong Style Story, and even though it turns out that the accuser in question also turned out to be a scumbag, and was lying about the exact accusations, um, enough stuff got dug up to to where where it's pretty obvious where where Michael Elgin is. Yeah. (laughs) To say the least. And And I say all that in the interest of transparency. But I mean, Lawrence, you remember? I mean, we we, we talked about him for uh, goddamn two years. Yeah. <laughs> you know. But you know, it, it, it's just a you know, thing. You know, it, it, it's just. I, I wouldn't say, like I said, I think it's just the sheer scale and just how widespread the abuse has been. It it, it is appalling, and I I, I see people. Who all they tweeted about was pro wrestling are now saying I can't do this anymore, and I can, You know what? I can't blame them. You know? Yeah. I mean, I I, I I've been going back and forth the last couple of days, wondering. I think I I I don't know if this is going to happen. I I'm pondering taking a hiatus from Boom Goes the Dynamite after Fighter Fest. Hmm. Uh, I don't know if it's going to happen. We'll see how I feel. I, I've said this before too, and, I, I, and it never happened. Uh, you know, in, in some of my other podcasts, where I, I was considering taking a, some time off and ended up not doing it. But you know, anyway. But that, you know, that, that that that's beside the point. I mean, and let's face it. You know, um, you know, NXT wrestlers, main wrestler WWE wrestlers are getting named. And let's not ignore AEW wrestlers because, um, huh. on was it Saturday? I think it was Saturday, yeah, because, um, you know, Jimmy Havoc was outed as, as not necessarily being sexually abusive, although that did come out later, but he was being outed as being horrifically violently abusive, you know? Yeah. But that you know later in that same you know but later on in that same day someone revealed you know that you know they were sexually assaulted by by Jimmy Havoc as well. So uh, uh, unfortunately a- AEW still has him on the roster because Havoc has entered rehab of some sort. Um, scuttlebutt is because there is a Florida labor law. That says that as long as someone is receiving treatment, they can't be fired from their job. Uh, I I don't know the veracity of this, but that is what we have been told. Yeah. Um. It's still pretty weak sauce because I I still think they could have cut him loose regardless. You know beforehand, but you know maybe that's how it goes. But also. It came about on Monday. Sammy Guevara has now been suspended indefinitely, with his pay going towards you know, you know anti you know anti sexual violence groups and, yep. and women's groups because of comments he made um, four years ago on a podcast, which we won't repeat here. No, oh. but but it, it, re- regarding a um, regarding uh, Sasha Banks. And, well, you could probably fill in the blanks there, uh, but I'm not going to repeat them. Um, I will give a, a slight modicum of credit in that, it, if nothing else, Sammy Guevara seemed to be the only one who seemed to actually sincerely contrite so far. Of course, these people are also paid to, you know, pretend on TV, so, you know, take that with the, 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 however many grains of salt you want to.
0: Right.
1: But, um, but then, you know, also, you know, I and I didn't know about this until, you know, during this, during watching this Dynamite, is that Joey Janela is out here trying to what about, about assault and, you know, and, and allegations just to further his vendetta against, against Combat Zone Wrestling. You know, when, when, he himself has has gone out of his way to rehab the the image of neo Nazis, uh, Teddy Hart, uh, Marty Jannetty, Gine- Marty which I know you, you you've related a, a Marty Jannetty story a couple of times on on various podcasts, Lawrence. But mm-hmm. you know, regardless, it's uh, you know it, 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 it's it's not cute, you know. Oh, <laughs> <sighs> it's yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, you know, it, it's just I, I just again it, it it's appalling, and you know what, the a lot of these stories are coming out in all sorts of fields right now too, um you know uh, comics right now is going through a bunch of this with a lot of name creators and and people behind the scenes, um getting outed. Yeah. You know. You know, one of the most foremost ones being Warren Ellis, who, who, yep. who you may, you know, who, who most people who don't read comics may know as being the showrunner of Castlevania on Netflix. Yes. So, yeah, it's, it, I mean, it, it's another reckoning that's going on, in, 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 a long overdue one. Right. It must be said. Um... It's just, you know, where where do you go from here? Yeah, we yeah, you, you have to tear down in order to rebuild and right now we're in the tearing down phase. Yeah. Um So yeah, I mean just d- d- don't be too shocked to find out what of your favorites is getting named because as, as as we're all starting to learn, nobody's your friend. No. Here. No nobody. <laughs> Even people you talk to daily on Twitter, n- nobody is your friend here. No. Nope. Oh, shit. Sorry, dropped my mic there. Um. You know, it, it's just, you know, and 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 please, just for the love of fucking Christ, do better, everybody. Starting now, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, when any you start listening to this, this is when you start doing better. You know, quit being. Abusive. Quit being racist. Just stop. Just fucking stop. You're you, you, you're killing the species. Yeah. Doing all this shit, literally. Oh. You know, I, I just yeah. It seems like four of the last five of these episodes, we've had to start with one of the you know with with a talk like this. You know. Yeah. And I mean that wasn't ever really the intention of this show, but I think we're also would be remiss to not do so, right? You know, to to pretend that it's it, it, you know to to pretend that it isn't going on. I think would be you know, uh, it, it would be immoral, right? To pretend otherwise, um, Lawrence. You'd be just kind of you know agreeing with me on things. What what, what do you have to say?
0: I mean, man, I just—I don't know. I mean, I don't know what else to say. You know, it's—I I, just—I'm so—I'm just so frustrated that so many people in positions of power have just decided to use that to their sick gain, um, and and just take advantage of people constantly at every turn, and they prey on people that. They know they have a power um, a power advantage over in terms of, and not even, I'm not even really talking like physically, more just the power dynamic that exists there in that sort of situation. Right. A lot of the most of these were from incidents of trainers and over trainees. And that's like, to me, it's just that is the, a huge problem right
1: and and it hasn't been limited to that it's been oh no no, wrestlers on other wrestlers fan wrestlers on fans fans on wrestlers
0: even right right oh yeah no it's it's uh it's all over you know i i just think that's definitely it it, and well and you know what power dynamics play a role in that too in that situation a lot of times you know, because a right. fan, they they know as a wrestler that hey, you know, I have people that idolize, you know, and me and and I, you know, and I, I can maybe get away with a little more because of my status, and it, it's 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 a mess. It's all a mess, and David Star. David Star showed himself to be one of the phoniest motherfuckers i've ever seen in in the entertainment business um boy i mean whew, yeah when you basically base your gimmick on being mr fucking woke and you're doing all this shit like behind the scenes like what the hell are is a mat, what is wrong with you you're sick, like you're a fucking sicko, like like you're you're just fucking sick in the head. At that point, like, you're you are just a a sociopathic, narcissistic piece of garbage. I, I I mean, there's really no other way to put it. I mean, you're basically putting on this whole front of a, you know. I'm, I'm the socialist, I'm the, the Bernie, the, the, the fucking golf and the call himself the Bernie Sanders of fucking pro wrestling. The, I mean, the, all this fucking shit. And then, yet yeah, you go out here and you're, you know, you're talking about how people are getting, you know, you know, you you talk, you talk about, you're trying to be like the voice of like the under privileged and the, the people that, you know, and, and fight for the rights of the people when you're the one fucking terrorizing people. You're the fucking terror. Look in the fucking mirror. Look in the fucking mirror and you'll see what the real problem is.
1: And you can take that too with, you know, Chikara and the, the, the veneer that
0: they've, you know, carefully cultivated. There's there's another one. um, There's another one uh, for you.
1: Family friendly. And, and, you know, yeah. Mike
0: Quackenbush. There's another one for you. Mr. Squeaky Clean, right? You know? You know? And and the funny thing was, like, honestly, Jeff, like, this is a round... Like, everybody knew Quack had done some stuff. Like, we all knew about the situation with his cheating on his wife with, you know? It's like, that was a a whole situation. Like, we kind of just... Everybody kind of just, like, forgot about that for a long while. And, well... and, and, I'm not, and I'm not and I'm not saying it's like, you know, I obviously I'm not saying it's like cheating does not equate to the other stuff that is being put up. But it's you, you, you could make the argument, but go ahead. But, but yeah, I mean, but also, though, again, there was a situation power dynamic was being used. And yeah. and he blatantly used it several times. And and now look where, it's, where we're at now yeah well
1: no, no I, and and I definitely agree with that um, you know the, the the there is a few things like the, the, like number one a few points you know number one it, it, it is really easy now to, to be suspicious, and I'm sure there are those who have been say that they've been suspicious all along of anyone who is that outwardly performative. You know, like like Max Barsky and his David Starr character being the, the Bernie Sanders of pro wrestling or, you know, Quackenbush, you know, having this veneer of family-friendly, you know, entertainment, you know, fun for all ages at Chikara while, you know, there was some deep, dark shit going on yeah. underneath it. And, you know, unfortunately, you know, pro wrestling is, is you know, Many fictions are based on this, but pro wrestling, in particular, is something based on 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 a fiction to begin with. Right. You know. Sorry if I'm blowing something for you know, blowing anybody's mind on this podcast here. Oh no.
0: <laughs>
1: but um, you know, it, it, and you know it. it, it yeah, I'm sorry. I'm kind of losing my train of thought here, but I mean, it basically, you know, like 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 very many performance arts, and and very you know in in, in fictions, there, there are some truths to it, but there's also a lot of lies beneath it too, because that's right. the, because that's the job, that's the art form, and you know, unfortunately, a, a lot of the times. We we the the lies become you know the lies become what they present in public. I think a lot of it has to do with people trying to be in character on social media too, right? You know, which you know th- th- there's arguments for and against that, but I think a lot of times you know because if you're still trying to act you know act this character, you don't get to know the real person. And I, I really think we should start yeah. being, you know, I, I think this is a, a good object to listen to everybody, which is don't necessarily believe what anybody, what anybody says. You know? Yeah. I mean, e- e- even from other wrestlers who do present themselves as genuine, I mean, I, I could name some, but I'm not going to, but, you know, but it, it makes you wonder though, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, you know, okay, what was, you know, what, what's the other shoe that's going to drop here? And I I, I do want to say is we're mostly concentrating on the English-speaking uh, wrestling world. You know, specifically, you know, American wrestling and British wrestling. Because that's where all the reports have been. Um, we are absolutely positive that shit like this goes on all the damn time in Mexico and Japan. But they just never get reported on.
0: Right. You
1: know, it has to be something the scale of... You know, Taka Michinoku. You know who lost his yeah. company over such conduct, or you know the story. I mean, remember when you know Katsuyori Shibata? There was the story of his uh, of his cheating scandal, and then that all kind of fell away once he you know nearly legit nearly died in the ring. You know that 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 that, right. that, that kind of all went away, and then you know or you know Tamaki Hanma. Um, you know that was only because. Yoko Ichiki actually went to, yeah, you know Yahoo News about that. It wasn't mm. reported in the wrestling media. It was reported on a website. Yeah, you know, so it has to be that sort of scale. Yeah, for 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 anything to be done about it, and you know, Will Osprey, who pretty credibly reported, you know, helped bury a wrestler because she accused one of his mates of of raping her. And yeah. then you know both Osprey and B Priestley succeeded in burying this this woman's career.
0: Sure, yeah. because yeah. of it,
1: you know. And yet he still, is, we we assume he's still going to be taking New Japan bookings, you know, once he's able to go back to Japan. Right. So you know, you know, ha, ha ha, and you know, look how long Elgin was still in New Japan. It it took, you know, it took the you know. New Japan to realize that no, they couldn't book him on their U S shows because of everything that happened for them to finally do something because, right. it, because it was costing them money. You know, it was yeah. costing them an attraction. Yeah. So let it be said that we may cover AEW on this show. We may cover new Japan on strong style story, no, let never let it be said that that there we're yes men or, or 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 shills for the companies because we will call out bullshit when we see it.
0: <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah.
1: So anyway, yeah, I, I just want to lastly say, you know, if, if you're one of those who, who has been victimized by by all this, we 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 are very sorry that this happened to you, and you know, you you have support in myself, and Lawrence, and Chris, you know, we're, right. we're, we're here. Um,
0: yeah, we tonight. we were honestly like in general, like I, I, I tweeted this out, but like if like, anybody does like need to just say something and like share the story and you don't even and, like, and not even to the point of like, of like posting it everywhere because like, I, you know, I don't I don't, that's not my story to tell because like, I'm I'm not going to go and like blab and and right. say about it if you don't want me to because like I it's not like I said that's not my story to tell. It's not my and I'm not gonna also make fucking vague tweets about it. Um that's another fucking problem I have with certain things that that happen with this this type of thing and people go and vague tweet about it and they know it's like if you know fucking know something at that point then just don't even like and, and they don't want you to say anything. They're, they're just don't even fucking say anything. Yeah. They just don't say anything. It, you know, it's like, I don't know. It, it's, it's, it comes off very attention seeking to me, but at the same time, I also, I just, I do want to just like reiterate, like, please, if like, you do feel like you need to say something about something that's happened to you, like, please. I'm like, my inbox is always open. Like, I just, I don't want people to hold that shit in.
1: Yeah. And, and, and the same goes for me, you know, Lawrence is at L O B underscore three on Twitter. I'm a strong style story without the Ian style. You know, just uh, yeah. Please, you know, if you just need need an ear or 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 somebody or, or a sounding board, just yeah. You know, please talk to one of us if you if you need to. If if nobody else. All right. Yeah. So, and we're very sorry, and we we really do hope that this is only the first step to you know hopefully maybe finally cleaning up uh, a lot of the garbage that goes on behind the scenes in in, in professional wrestling. Yeah, because we, we we honestly do enjoy professional wrestling. I think everybody, even the ones who are saying they're moving away from it, honestly enjoy it. But it, there comes a point where it, they it becomes untenable, right? You know. So, overall, you know, we 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 hope that if again, if you have been victimized by by all this, you know, please, you know. You know, speak out on on your terms. You know, when when you're comfortable enough to do it. and We just hope that you're able to to find peace at some point.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: That's all I got to say, Lawrence.
0: Any? I, I got nothing else, man. I, I just that's 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 pretty much that's pretty much what I got.
1: And with that. Oh, and uh, actually, so in addition to all this uh some other news broke out uh in the hours before tonight's show um that uh both uh a e w world champion john moxley and uh q t marshall would not be present because they both got second hand exposure to covid nineteen
0: yeah uh
1: so hey that's pretty fucking scary um I don't know the circumstances. I don't really know the circumstances behind either of them. In Moxie's case, I can make a reasonable guess. Considering all of the cases that are starting to be reported from the Performance Center down in Orlando. <laughs> and considering oh. his, you know, oh. who whom his wife works for. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, yeah. And you know what, uh... Florida today had a, a record... What was it? 5,512 cases. <sighs> uh, yeah, my kids were just in Florida with their mother. So, yeah, I'm sweating bullets right now. Yeah. Uh, though they did say that they were, you know, protecting themselves. They were wearing masks and they were sanitizing. And Sarah, God, I hope it was enough.
0: Yeah. That's
1: all I can say, but... uh but yeah, you know what? Uh, and but you know what? Kudos to Mox for being yeah. open about it and, and and revealing. Say, hey guys, you know what? I got, uh, you know, I I think I may have been around somebody that was exposed yeah. to COVID. Um, it, right. I am not gonna put you guys at risk. So kudos to John Moxley for that. Yeah, and yeah, kudos to Jonathan Good for 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 doing that shit. But with that, we go live to Daly's Place in Jacksonville, Florida for episode 38 of AEW Dynamite. Your hosts, Jim Ross, Tony Schiavone, and Excalibur. And we go right in to our first match, a Lumberjack match between Luchasaurus and Wardlow. Can I just say Chuck Taylor and and Trent Beretta in those Lumberjack outfits? God. (laughs) They actually got into the spirit of the whole thing. Uh... Uh,
0: Yeah.
1: And then you know JR dropping a a, a stealth ad for Dinty more beef stew. Um, personally, I think if you you eat Dinty more beef stew or anything made by Hormel, um, I, I question you <laughs> Yeah,
0: yeah, uh, that's that's a choice to make.
1: <laughs> that that certainly is a choice to make. Um. I thought, actually thought this match went pretty well, except for the fact that I don't think anybody knows how to actually do a Lumberjack match anymore. No. Um, because half the match was outside the ring, which is not what's supposed to happen in a Lumberjack
0: match. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. And to be fair, yeah. when New Japan pulled one a couple of years ago between, uh, I think it was Goto and Suzuki, and I thought that, yeah, they didn't. <laughs> they didn't know what the fuck they were doing there either, right maybe maybe retire the lumberjack match uh, stipulation yeah uh, you know, um all that being said, a lot of the you know big men flying off the the stage that was pretty cool,
0: <laughs> yeah, uh
1: that being said, I thought that this finish was uh weak as fuck,
0: <laughs> yeah. But uh... it wasn't, oh, it wasn't the best. No, yeah, yeah, that was that was kind of a lame uh finish uh, to like a pretty like I don't know it was a pretty uh cool match. I mean, from what I saw, you know, it was uh they they were uh, they were beating the shit out of each other. Uh, Luchasaurus and uh, Wardlow, you know, two athletic you know big men that can like, do some pretty pretty interesting crazy stuff in there.
1: Hell yeah. But yeah, I, I thought that the, the finish was really weak. But you know what? I, I still think both guys came up. You know, it was a big hoss fight, and yeah, um, I, I think we want more of this uh, of these two big hosses beating the shit out of each other. Yeah. And, uh, and of course, you know, and it's a and we continue the feud between MJF and Jungle Boy too. Yeah. Which has been actually, uh, despite our misgivings about MJF, uh, it's been a pretty good feud,
0: I have to say. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So after following that we get a Technique by Taz segment about his client Brian Cage. Which was okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> we want to hear Taz talking, we want to hear, you know, Taz talking, which we will get to later. But then also we have Britt Baker in a plexiglass box. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh man. Still
1: giving notes to Tony Schiavone by by string and pulley. She, she
0: she she went full Michael Cole 2011 on us. Uh
1: did you see that she now has a logo that 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 uh Rolls-Royce looking logo for Rip Baker? Yeah. So, okay, yeah, this, this, you know what? She, she has acquitted herself uh quite well. Yeah. During all this uh during this heel turn. Uh match number 2. AEW World Women's Champion Hikaru Shida against a uh against a an enhancement talent Red Velvet. You know, uh my daughter is a big fan of uh red velvet flavored things. one of, one of her yeah. favorite flavors it turns.
0: Red velvet's pretty darn good. I mean,
1: I, I mean all it is is just, you know, chocolate with, you know, red food coloring in it. But you know what? <laughs> it still works. Um, uh, on the way to the ring, Shida gets into a, some smack talk with uh, Penelope Ford. Um, Penelope go, you know, slaps Hikaru Shida. Shida tries to whack her with a kendo stick. Uh, the referee prevents it. So you know, Shida goes and squashes poor Red Velvet, and then goes back and tries to beat the shit out of Penelope Ford. Did you see? I, I, oh my
0: god! In the process, absolutely stonewalled fucking Kip Sabian in the face. Oh, my God.
1: You know, Kip Sabian's highlight moments seem to be him getting jacked right in the face because remember the whole thing with Colt Cabana on that first lockdown show? Yeah. but Colt just fucking jacked him. My God. So, yeah, Kip Sabian is, is back to being a punching bag for, you know, for better talents and uh yeah and you know we we have a, an actual build for uh hikaru shooter versus penelope ford at fighter fest which starts next week and we'll talk about that here in a little bit uh we follow this up with a uh a a a, a ufc style press conference uh for cody rhodes versus jake hager for the uh tnt championship at fighter fest uh this was one of the dumbest fucking things I've ever watched. The what what was the the, the press conference between Cody oh, Rhodes and fine. Jake Hager. This was fucking awful. God, what, this
0: the oh my god the self indulgence at this point is is the chart is off the charts. Like, what the fuck even was this shit? And and, did anybody ask for this? Like, yeah. And and meanwhile,
1: Allie is still there, even though QT Marshall isn't there. Oh my god! (laughs) Like, why? Oh, adding nothing to the proceedings. Jake Hager shows up, you know, quote unquote, shows up late. Okay, why is this supposed to reference something?
0: I I don't know. Like, I I,
1: think some stunt that Conor McGregor would pull or some shit. I don't know.
0: This was like the weirdest thing. Like, it just didn't make any sense.
1: Yeah. Arn Anderson was fucking rambling, Cody Rhodes was fucking rambling. And then we, we had the pose-off, which, you know, we, we Art already... Art
0: said something about his neck and his vein bulging. I, I, I don't know. It was, it was weird. I, I, don't, I don't really get this um, whole thing. Like, uh,
1: like the, the, the three TNT title defense matches have been against, you know, fine young talents.
0: And the build it, for it, this... You, and you notice also, like, I want to point something out to you. Do you notice how Cody basically coded what he said about Ricky Starks. Uh, no, I didn't. He basically said essentially like, like I, I, I basically got him. I like, I basically employed him. Look at me. I like, I'm the savior. Like if you listen to him talk about that, it just felt so uncomfortable. I'm like, why are you like I I like I'm like why like why is that even like relevant to this like I I don't know it's it's to me it, it's just it's just more of him putting himself over it's not like
1: you know it, th- th- there's an argument for you know for all the posturing he did about you know destroying you know, the 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 Triple H throne with a sledgehammer and yet, you know, he he's trying to be exactly like Triple H, trying to have it both ways. He he he's this fighting underdog champion, you know, he, he, you know. But while he's wearing expensive suits, and oh by the way, he's the executive vice president of this company, you uh-huh. know, much of the way that Triple H is, you know, one of the most, you know, evil, calculating, you know, dominant squashing wrestlers of all time oh but by the way i also book nxt and y'all love that right you know (laughs) you know it's like who are you you know
0: (laughs) yeah it's it's very very strange i just was like i don't know that was really off-putting to me he's like he just kind of like used ricky stark's getting signed to like put himself over almost and and like put it put his like title run over it it was just like very uncomfortable i'm like Okay, that's really weird, and I don't like it, but... Yeah,
1: I mean, uh, you know, this whole segment was fucking stupid, and I hated it.
0: The white savior, Cody Rhodes. Yeah,
1: pretty much. And just fucking stop it,
0: you know? Uh, I just, I I don't know, man. This this whole thing was just garbage. Like, nobody, I don't think anybody gives a shit about this.
1: Yeah, how, how can you? (laughs)
0: <laughs> I mean, Jake, it's Jake Hager. I mean, just, I mean, that's, that's pretty much all you need yeah, to know. I, yeah. Have
1: you seen his singles matches so far? They have sucked. <laughs> and oh. I, so far, I see no reason for this to be any different. So and as we've all seen, Cody cannot work with a worse opponent and make them look better because, you know, that, that oh. MJF match at, 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 at revolution, Jesus Christ, you know,
0: yeah.
1: So, from there, we move on to another Cinematics vignette between Sunny Kiss and Joey Janella. Um, I was kind of into this, but, you know, of course, now knowing what we know about uh, Janela and what he was doing, you know, uh, behind the scenes uh, this last week, yeah, I kind of, you know, looking back, it kind of puts a sour taste in the mouth. I mean, the vignette was fine, as was this this match uh that it built up to which was um Brody Lee and Colt Cabana versus uh Joey Janela and Sonny Kiss um you know I I really don't want to talk about it now <laughs> because of it I really don't I mean I I thought the match was fine when I watched it as of right now I don't want to talk about it
0: yeah it was I mean it was fu- it was all right it was um nothing like too like out of this world uh I mean, Sonny and and, and Janela did some really like cool, some cool stuff though. Uh, tandem they did. offense. You know, they they I think they'll they'll be pretty decent as a tag team together. I'm just glad Sonny Kiss at least gets an opportunity to be on television. And yeah, I and mean, everything. yeah,
1: yeah, more Sonny Kiss, please, for God's sake. Yeah.
0: Yeah, hundred uh, percent.
1: The match ends with Brody Lee doing the discus lariat onto Joey Janela and then allowing Cole Cabana to take the pin as he was the legal man. Um, yeah, but trying you
0: know, to coerce him. Oh, yeah, they're
1: trying trying to coax him over to the Dark Order. It hasn't quite happened yet, but, uh, you know, they're, they're, still, they're still working on it. So, uh, I mean, this is just all angle building. Uh, post-match, Lance Archer appears and uh, beats the shit out of both Sonny Kiss and Joey Janela. So, uh...
0: I yeah, guess head- we're having a handicap match, question uh, no, <laughs>
1: no, that's not what's booked, but we'll we'll talk about that here at the end of that's the some- show. Uh,
0: I know. That's not
1: what's booked right now.
0: No, I know. Uh, we follow
1: this up with a, a recap, an update on Sean Spears. What? No, it's footage from Dark where he's using the, 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 the loaded Ted DiBiase in Mid-South glove. Oh, drug. my God. Jesus fucking Christ! Like, who gives a shit? <laughs> oh my god!
0: Like, uh, why? Yeah. Why? Was,
1: why? Why? Why did they keep torturing us? Shit.
0: Oh my god, wrestling was a mistake. <laughs>
1: <laughs> when we come back, we have our fourth match of the evening. Uh, SCU, the team of, uh, it's actually the, wow. addiction. it's actually the addiction. Daniels and Kazarian, yeah. uh, against FTR pulling up in the FTR mobile.
0: Um, yeah. I this did, was, this was really good. Yeah. This I, was I, like, I like this match. This was like at one of the FTRs, like best matches in quite some time. Yeah. I thought. And, and the addiction they, and the addictions
1: for that matter.
0: Yeah. Oh my god, yeah! Like like Daniels and Kazarian came out and fought fire here. Uh, they they um they these two teams worked very well together. Um, they just they just kind of meshed uh, right from the, the get go, and it was just uh, you know, like when FTR the revival, whatever you want to fucking call them at this point, I don't, I don't, I don't care. When when they don't focus so much on the shtick itself, the guys are good workers. Oh yeah, like, they, you know, sometimes they get too, too caught up in trying to cosplay fucking Tully and Arn, that, you know, they they almost it just be kind of become a parody of it. Well, but yeah, I mean, well, did you,
1: kind of... you hear how many times Jr. was mentioning? hey, oh. remind me of Arnold Anderson and Tully. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, no, no shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, no shit, Sherlock. Yeah, you know <laughs> what you think? Um. Yeah, no, they uh, they uh, kind of just worked like a ta- just like a good tag team here, and not like cosplayers, right? And and, and that was I mean, they obviously they did, did some of the a couple of tribute spots, you know. I mean that which is fine. That's like I don't care as long as it's it's just not a blatant like like you're blatantly doing that. And I think that that's why this was so good is because they just they really just wrestled and. And this MNSU just had a damn good wrestling match like on television. It was just a really good back and forth. Um, just a lot of good double team stuff from, from both ends. And uh, a lot of what makes FTR really good um, in this. And I hope they can keep this going. But I have a feeling they're going to slip kind of back into some really bad gimmicky stuff when they face like the eventually face like the young bucks, just because of how that whole scenario kind of came about in the first place. Right. And they're going to want to try to contrast these each, each other's styles so much, Jeff, that I think it's going to become, go get to the point of almost like asinine levels on both sides.
1: Yeah. Well, we, we yeah, I, I can definitely see that. Uh, to get back to the match, of course. Uh, you know, FTR get the win, and then uh, the FTR mobile is immediately terrorized by the butcher and the blade, and then the cameraman makes a Good worse the worst mistake. Yeah, thing. Well, on it on the is. Planet. And then the cameraman botches the reveal yeah, of the bad. return. <laughs> yeah, pretty badly of Pentagon. Junior and Ray Phoenix, uh the Lucha Bros are back and oh my god, I could not be happier.
0: Yeah, they definitely add a another another like little dimension to this, this tag uh, division. Oh it's yeah. Too bad, I mean, too forget, bad uh it, Pac guys kinda, you know, lost in the shuffle right stuck, now. Well he's to...
1: stuck in Newcastle, so yeah. yeah. But uh so, yeah, and you know, in the process, you know oh and don't forget FTR directly called out the Lucha Brothers too. So right. uh, as an example of what we're not, so yeah, okay, yeah, what you're not is, you know, the, br- you know, the brother of, along with, you know, my, one of my top three wrestlers in the world. So, uh, okay, if that's how you want to look at it, sure. <laughs> but, um, you know, so the, uh, you know, Lucha Bros give their version of the spike pile driver to uh, one of those. Guys, which one, which was the, Dax. Dax Harwood, is it, he the bald one? Okay, Dax no. Harwood,
0: no? No, it's, um,
1: Cash Wheeler.
0: Yeah, Cat, Cat, Cash Wheeler is the bald, um, yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I thought he
1: was the one who got the, who got that, uh, that Spike oh, no, I think, no I think, driver.
0: Oh, no, you're, I think you're right, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah fuck him, Jesus, yeah. I don't know. I'm, which, I'm,
1: yeah, one of those guys, which brings out the Young Bucks, of course. And uh, so you know what? The, Butcher Blade, Pentagon, Ray Phoenix—they steal the FTR mobile. <laughs> so, good on them! Yippee! So uh, yeah, so expect that match on uh, at Fighter Fest, which we will discuss here shortly. Uh, after that, we get a promo video recapping the the long journey for Kenny Omega and Adam Page to finally face off against uh, Trent Beretta and uh, and Chuck Taylor. Uh, this is a, this is a
0: pretty cool uh, uh, video package, I thought. Yeah, I, I uh, liked it. As, aside from the fact that Kenny once again used having a good match as a as a fucking thing to put himself over. Yeah. Oh my god! Like having. When, a good... when does it fucking end with this guy? Yeah, having a good match should be part of your job description. <laughs> like you know? dude, that's not like relevant. It, it doesn't matter if you had a good quote unquote good match. Like, nobody fucking cares. Like, so, you're... you're like, so, so, somebody cares. And his name is yeah. David Meltzer. Oh, t- yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, in the, in the just the grand scheme of things, it's like, when you're trying to put over a fucking, like, feud here, like, or, like, a, you know, a big match like this, and...
1: A, a, ti- just, a title match
0: at that. A band. title match. And you're like, you know, we got one of the best matches ever. It's like... Really? Really? How about we fucking beat one of the best teams in, you know, out there and won the tag team titles from them? That's it. That's all you got to say. Yeah. You don't have to go, oh, well, we had a, a five-star match, according to Dave Meltzer. And I know he didn't say that, but I'm, I'm being facetious here a little bit. Right. But on... Um, you know it's it's just dumb it's just so bad it's, it's i think it just it just adds to such of the illegitimacy already you know that wrestling that surrounds wrestling and you know you don't need to add more to it you know it's just i i, I just find that to be so corny
1: yeah but i mean how many times do we say you know god this match sucked you know <laughs> yeah i guess you, you got know, a point there
0: i guess you got
1: but you know what that should be for us Right. It shouldn't right. be it shouldn't be your stick on a as a wrestler. That shouldn't be your stick.
0: Yeah, it's like yeah, we had that that really good match and, you know, it's like okay, that's that, that's really good. It's good like good for you. Like
1: you know, New Japan wrestlers say that too. Yeah, we had a yeah, it was a really good match, but they also say about, yeah, and I won it because yeah. I was better, you know.
0: Right. So I, you, know, but, uh, you
1: know, but overall, it was a good promo package. I'm actually really looking forward to this match.
0: No, I know. I think it's going to be very good. I, I mean, I I really do think it is going to be like a like a very very entertaining match for what it's worth. Oh, excuse me.
1: Also, what should be a very entertaining match, should we get it? Uh, <laughs> depending on how things go, uh, a video recap package for John Moxley versus Brian Cage.
0: Yeah, oh man. Taz uh Taz came out on fire here, huh?
1: Yeah. Well, well, yeah, let's get into that. That this led directly into our fifth match of the evening. Brian Cage uh, squashing the bejesus out of Joe Cruz in which Taz briefly went on commentary and then came out and cut a fire fucking promo.
0: Man, he basically made Mox look like sound like a little bitch, uh. Essentially, on yeah. On though, air. He,
1: though, he did, though he did, you know, retract that slightly later in the promo, you know, for for all your very good reasons for not being here,
0: you know. Yeah, he, he got a little caught up in it. He <laughs> and, did. Uh, I was like, I was like, hey, you know what? Though, it's like, it worked though. Like, I thought it worked. You know, I don't think he was being insensitive. I think, I think it's like. At that point, you got to kind of, like, separate, you know, a little bit of, you know.
1: Yeah, but, yeah, the, like the whole thing the... about, here, look at look this lens. Yeah. Oh, see, there
0: he is, sitting down on his head. <laughs> like, I what? thought that was fucking hilarious. Oh, like, I thought it was don't know. great.
1: No, Taz has been cutting the best material of, of his best material in 20 years. Legitimately, oh, yeah. 20,
0: legitimately 20 years. <laughs> he's he's just got that edge back, man. He's He's got that edge back. Oh, man.
1: When you see him do stuff like this and you just remember how he was like one of the greatest things about wrestling in the 90s, you know? Yeah. So, uh, with that, we go to a backstage promo between Colt Cabana and Brody Lee, um, in which Brody Lee reveals that they, too, will be having another tag team match together. Against so against Colt Cabana's friends, SoCal Uncensored. This will be the the turning point, <laughs> yeah. according to Brody Lee. So, uh, so yeah, and then we get a uh, an extended uh, fighter fest preview, which uh, actually we'll recap here at the the end of this show. So uh, hang on to that, which leads into another bit between Britt Baker and Big Swoll, in which Big Swoll dumps a bunch of trash into the plexiglass <laughs> cube that Britt Baker is is in. Oh boy, oh boy, yeah. W- w- when Britt is actually able to come back, and and she and Swoll have this match, that match is gonna be fucking fire. Yeah, they they have done such a good job. Between the uh, building a few between these two,
0: yeah, Swole's just gonna terrorize her until she's like, <laughs> you know,
1: you know what this kind of reminds me of? Because as much as we we talk about um, Brit, you know, doing the the ninety the ninety eight Jericho stick, oh, huh. do you remember when Taz terrorized Shane Douglas for most of ninety eight while Douglas was injured, had that elbow injury? Oh yeah, yeah. Something like that, you know. I mean, obviously they're they're taking great pains so that you know Swole doesn't actually touch Britt Baker, you know, and you know attack that you know the injured, uh, the injured uh, leg that she has.
0: Right.
1: But uh, you know, so I I, I just it, 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 that just occurred to me. So I, I think this is where this is going. Swole is you know just gonna keep terrorizing Britt until you know the match actually happens. So. Uh after this we get our our sixth and final match of the evening uh Matt Hardy versus Santana. Uh I didn't think much of this, honestly.
0: Yes, um this was a match that happened.
1: Yes, yes it was. And it, it,
0: uh, it's hard it's really hard to watch Matt Hardy trying to move these days.
1: Yeah. I, no, I agree. It, it wasn't much, and you know, and you know, Santana was Santana's fine. I think you know. I, I just don't think it was it was working that great, honestly.
0: No, it's just, it's yeah, it's just I think it was Matt Hardy just should not have singles matches any longer in his career.
1: Yeah, he he, he needs a ta- Yeah, he he needs somebody to work with so that he's not so exposed. And boy, because yeah. he's getting pretty exposed.
0: Yeah, man, his his knees have got, gotten really bad,
1: and so it's it's kind of painful to his so. his, le-
0: his legs are just not yeah, it's not pretty.
1: Uh but all this leads to our go home segment of the entire show, a stare, a, a face off between Le Champion Chris Jericho and Orange Cassidy. Um, I thought this, even though again, I don't like. You know, talky segments to to end shows. I thought this was a great segment.
0: Uh, oh no, it was amazing. I thought this um, was
1: great. Orange Cassie looks like a million bucks.
0: This is this is right one of the best parts of the show, easily. Oh yeah, uh, it came. It just came off very hot, very heated. Um, um even after Orange just kind of like tap kicked him in, in the ankles. Um, but he he basically taunted Chris Jericho because Jericho was like was like yeah I hate when you do your stupid offense and you know you're a joke to the industry like you're an embarrassment and then like Kaz, Orange Cassidy just like went and hit him with his like stupid signature like yeah, shin the... kicks yep and, uh, yeah that was that was hilarious
1: oh yeah no it was it was beautiful and then you know it ended with you know Jericho going flying. Yeah. Oh, yeah no no that that was great that's another match i'm really looking forward to at fighter fest i think they they've done such a good it was great because it started with mike tyson but you know transition to you know the actual baddest man on the planet you know <laughs> in in orange cassidy so yeah uh so with that that wraps up our go home show uh for fighter fest uh episode thirty eight of a e w uh, usually we do the pros and cons. Here, I mean, overall, I think it was kind of a strong show. I thought. Um, I'm I'm more pumped for some things than others at Fighter Fest. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think overall was a, it was a pretty strong show given given some of the circumstances, you know, behind the scenes, and you know, with you know Moxley having to be in, John Moxley having to be out because of you know COVID scare. You know, I think they 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 adapted really well to it. Yeah. So, but with that, let's uh, let's run down our our two part card for Whiterfest, which starts uh, at the you know around this time next week, July the first, uh, in the in the time slot for Dynamite. So uh, we should be able to actually do shows for uh, for these, you know, when uh, at, the, at the at the regular time. Um, going down from what I assume is going to be the the match order, but of course, you know, that could change. Um, private party, uh, Isaiah Cassidy and Mark Quinn with Matt Hardy, uh, versus uh, Santana and Ortiz. That could be good.
0: I mean, they, yeah. hell
1: no, God knows they've worked together enough in, in, in House right. of Glory and, and, and such.
0: Right.
1: Um, Jurassic Express, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus with Marco Stunt versus MJF and Wardlow. Um, this has been a very well built up feud, I thought. Yeah. So th- this could be good. And, and I dare say that because it's a tag match, I wonder if MJF is actually going to maybe get finally get a little bit of come up and so maybe Jungle Boy gets you know a moment of glory here. You know. Because then he could say, oh, well, it was only a tag match, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So who gives a shit, right? Um, We then have the uh, AEW Women's World Championship. Hikaru Shida defending against uh, Penelope Ford. I actually thought that they've done a pretty good job of building this one up, too.
0: Mm, yeah, right.
1: Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm actually looking forward to that one. Uh, the... Uh... The TNT Championship: Cody Rhodes versus Jake Hager. Uh, I personally don't give a shit about this match. Nope. So that that might be my piss break. And then what? Again, what I assume will be the main event: um, the AEW World Tag Team Championship. Uh, Kenny Omega and Adam Page versus Best Friends: Chuck Taylor and Trent Beretta. I really have really high hopes for this. You know, I think they they've done a really good great job of building this one too. Yeah. So and then uh July the eighth, uh the sec you know, Wednesday July the eighth at the same time, um uh, an eight man tag, uh FTR and the Young Bucks against the Butcher, the Blade, and the Lucha Brothers.
0: Which that they- Sure Surely there will be no shenanigans between FTR and the Young Bucks teaming together.
1: No, no, not at all. Nothing of the sort. Uh, Colt Cabana joining the Dark Order, Brody Lee and Stu Grayson against the combined SoCal and Christopher Daniels, Frankie Kazarian, Scorpio Sky in a six man tag match. Um, either Colt's actually going to join the Dark Order after this or he's going to turn on Brody Lee and, you know, remember who his real friends are. (laughs) One of the two. Who knows? Um, yeah. Uh, Nyla Rose versus, to be announced, we don't know who Nyla Rose will be facing yet, but she will have a match on this show, which is good, because we like Nyla.
0: Oh, there'll be uh, probably some new victims for her to choose from.
1: Yes, indeed. Oh, you know, considering this is supposed to be a pay-per-view quality card, quote-unquote, I'm hoping that maybe, you know, it's somebody, you know, you know, decent and worthwhile. By the way, did you see Chris Satlander is out for a good while?
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, poor ACL. Yeah, poor,
1: poor, poor Chris Atlander.
0: Uh, women's division she, is a mess. <laughs>
1: it, it is, and she can't, and she particularly can't catch a break.
0: No. Uh,
1: Lance Archer with Jake Roberts versus Joey Janela. I'm really kind of hoping that Archer just destroys him. <laughs> just, yeah, <laughs> it's, that's what Lance Archer is good for—is destroying people. Um. The champion, Chris Jericho versus Orange Cassidy. Uh, uh, of all the singles matches, this may be the one I'm looking forward to the most. Yeah, me too. I'm also really hoping this is Orange Cassidy's uh, true breakout moment. Yeah. And then finally, the the AEW World Championship. Jon Moxley uh, versus Brian Cage with Taz. Assuming Moxley is not infected by COVID-19. All Right holy jesus i here's
0: hoping what a plot twist that would be <laughs> oh boy
1: yeah it, it really would be wouldn't it yeah uh-huh. but uh so yeah uh how pumped are you for fighter fest
0: i i i am um, i'm pretty excited there's gonna be some good stuff i think
1: uh yeah i mean i like that they are splitting this up between two nights yeah and you know you know, that way, you know, we're not getting burned. I mean, this is an 11-match show so far. You right. Know? And, uh, yeah. So, uh, which match, is, match or matches are you looking forward to the most?
0: I think um, probably the, uh, the tag team title match and, and Cassidy versus Jericho.
1: Yeah, I think the same thing. I, I, I'm just withholding my excitement for Moxley versus Cage because, A, who knows if it's going to happen, and B, uh, I think we uh, would all rather see Moxie, wrestle Taz at this point. Yeah, <laughs> because Taz has done most of the the the, the leg work on this,
0: right?
1: So, um, I am excited to see uh, Pentagon and Phoenix back. Uh, even though it's in an eight man tag, and uh, I think Sheeta versus Ford. I think I think that'll yeah. be good too. Actually, I- come to think of it, I think uh, I think uh, Jurassic Express versus MJF and Wardlow will be pretty good too.
0: Yeah, it could be. So,
1: all right. Well, that starts next week. On uh, so it it won't be uh, boom goes the dynamite branded shows. It'll be BTGD or BGTD uh, special episodes. Mm. The, yeah, those weeks. So, uh, with that, Lawrence, go ahead and plug yourself.
0: Uh, you can find me on Twitter at lob underscore three. Um, I just. Dropped a new episode of Pure on the Rough with um, Isaac and Jamal. We don't. It's it's uh, it's not really a lot about like actual wrestling. We, we just really talk about a lot of the shit that's been going on uh, in the industry and outside of it. And uh, so, some so of which
1: some of which we covered here today.
0: <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, it's really just kind of um, our. Th- it was kind of therapeutic for us, I think, to do that. So yeah. Um, and if you want to listen to it, go ahead. Not go don't you know it's it's a your prerogative so uh
1: you can find me at strong saw story without the e in style on twitter uh, you can also find me at gd wessel two s's one l my personal twitter uh i just dropped a uh, the first full episode of Busting balls um mm-hmm. uh, uh, in in three in in over three months uh, because we actually have leagues back and and uh, and so we can start talking about topics. Uh, distinct possibility we may be doing a special episode this weekend, depending on the result of Chelsea versus Manchester City tomorrow. Because if Manchester City do not win that match, uh, Liverpool are champions for the first time in thirty years. So. Um, yeah, so uh, we may be doing a special episode this coming week, depending on uh, how that result goes. So uh, once again, uh, on behalf of myself, Lawrence, Chris, uh, Paul, Sebastian, you know, our guests and, you know, uh, we, we again, we, 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 we express our 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 our, our feelings, our, our sympathies to anyone who's been you know, ever been harassed in any way, shape or form you know, within the sphere of professional wrestling, or indeed, you know, in, in any other sphere in life. Um, but since this is a wrestling show, we're focusing specifically on that one. Um, you know, feel free to reach out to myself or Lawrence if, uh, you know, you need somebody to talk to. Or even somebody to talk at, you know, just somebody to sound off to. So, uh, I think, uh, Lawrence, I think you, you'll agree with that. Yeah. I said it earlier. Uh, so with that, um, so with that, uh, we will be back next week with the first of the, uh, EGTD specials on, uh, on night one of fighter fest. So, uh, until then, uh, try to have a good week and we'll, we'll see you then. Take care.